Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Kelly Fox. And we are excited to be here tonight. We are talking about uh, the 12 steps to freedom. Tonight we are doing step number five, which is accountable. And we talked last week about how sometimes we think of being accountable in a negative way, but it is definitely a positive thing. And tonight we're going to talk about how when we are accountable to ourselves, it is a big confidence booster. And... I would love to introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing better, thank you. I am so glad to hear that. You sound better. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping that I don't start coughing. If I do, I'll have to go on mute. All right, thanks for the warning. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. And we are also super excited to have on the show tonight a brand new guest and we um have we haven't had I don't think anyone on the show yet just like her. So I'm super excited to see how she expands our view around this step. Please welcome Gina Estrada. How are you doing tonight, Gina? Thank you, Kelly. Uh, thanks for having me, Carrie and Kelly. I am doing great. Awesome. So how about you tell our listeners what it is that you do and how do you um, how do you serve your clientele? I'm a Series 7 licensed financial advisor, and I help my clients mostly in the women's market with educating them on, you know, the importance of knowing where their money is and how it works and how it grows and if it's going to be there in the long term for them. You know, I find a lot of times uh, if women are, they have a partner, usually the the male partner will take care of all the finances and have all the relationships with, with the attorneys, the bankers, the CPAs. And then if something happens to that um breadwinner and the person in charge of all the finances, their life kind of falls apart because they haven't been a part of the planning process. And so Mm -hmm. my goal is to make sure all the women that I come in contact with know how it all works. I love that. Yeah, I think that we all lack in knowledge when it comes to money. Um, You know, it's just, it's not taught really anymore in school. Like I remember in fourth grade, I was taught how to fill out a check. I don't think my kids will probably do that. I agree. Yeah. You know, those are things that like with music programs and, and the arts, I think that gets cut as well, you know, like the home ec and the just basic Mm -hmm. everyday uh, important things that we need to know. Those are the first things get cut when they have budget crisis. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, I think that's amazing what you do. I think it's so important for us to understand um, everything of what's going on around with us, but definitely money. I know that's been um, something that is on my on my to-do list this year is to really get to know 
um, where every every one of our pennies is going. So I think it's great that you do that. I did a workshop recently called uh, Detox Your Bank Statement, and everybody brought their bank mm-hmm. statement in, and we just kind of went in, and we made some categories, and it was amazing. The people were like, oh, wow, I didn't realize, you know, how many trips to Starbucks I took, or I can't believe my husband is going to the vending machine every day with his credit card and all these little charges. It was, it was amazing when people actually printed it out, put it in front of them, and had to go home through each entry, the, the, uh, the response was astounding. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know um, ours are all like Target purchases, but it doesn't say what we bought at Target. <laughs> exactly. Well, when you have a family with this, at the size of yours, I could only imagine. <laughs> yeah, it gets tricky. But it's definitely something that we both, we both have decided that we really need to be more aware of where of where all that money is going. I mean, like the first step to to change is awareness, and um, you know, it's once we're aware that we can then ask ourselves, are we willing to make different you know different choices? So um, you know, we're we're where, starting. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's where accountability comes in as well. Accountable to yourself, each yeah. other, the process, the plan. And how do you how do you help your clientele with really getting a handle on that accountableness? It depends on who they are and and what what best benefits them. You know, if it's getting set up on a monthly plan where the money is automatically being transferred into an investment account or retirement account, that works for most people. So where it just mm-hmm happen and they don't even think about it Mm -hmm. Uh, accountability could be in making sure they're coming in every year or quarter for their reviews and you know just staying in touch it it just really matters on the type of person and or business that we're dealing with but accountability has Mm -hmm. a process behind it all right tell me more about that well, if you're, whether you're talking finance or, or anything, really, if you have some particular thing you're working on, like maybe it's weight loss or it's um, showing up on time, people <laughs> tend to have uh, problems mm-hmm. with, or, um, you know, making a certain amount of money each month, whatever it is, the only way to really make it happen is to decide who's going to hold you accountable and when are you going to get the things done that you need to do to make sure you you hit the goal? So laying mm-hmm. out a plan over your calendar and, you know, so that you have a chance of actually hitting that goal. Yeah, I love that. I think a plan is definitely the only way it's going to happen. If, if we're just, uh, you know, haphazard about it or, think it's just going to miraculously happen because we want it to um we'll we'll find that that's not so quite quickly (laughs) yeah i think it uh some of the other tools that we use in fearless living that assist in accountability is uh setting intentions and being willing to practice those intentions by setting goals and being accountable to the small steps that will lead up to 
strategies and concepts that will help you to be accountable, whether it's weight loss, whether it's developing patience, whether it's uh, making your bed every day, whether it's paying your bills on time, whatever that is, if you have an intention that that's what you want to set your goals around in order to reach them, then you're much more likely to be accountable. And I find that if I can make those steps um, small, I like to call them baby steps, and Um, work on those uh, consistently, I'm much more likely to hit that goal. Because for some people in, in the world of finance, getting out of debt is, again, depending on the person, it can be a uh, you know, a small plan or it can be a gigantic plan depending on the circumstances. But yet it's um, finding those small steps that will lead you to your goals, that will lead to you to your intention, which will lead you to be accountable um, to getting out of debt, uh, have to be delineated pretty clearly and then worked on consistently. And I think sometimes it's the consistency and the size of the steps that we're trying to take that helps us to be accountable. Um, We can give up. We can become overwhelmed. We can get discouraged if those steps aren't clearly laid out and they're not um, attainable. And that's Mm -hmm. when people get get in trouble and they, they just aren't accountable because it becomes overwhelming. And overwhelming is just a a symptom of fear and a symptom of, um, the risk being too big and not being attainable. So I think a lot of the tools that we use as life coaches help people to develop that, um, those stretches that they can take consistently in order to reach their goals and intentions. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. intention mm-hmm. setting is so important. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely agree with, with both of you. I think... The more you clear, the more clear you are on your on your the path, the process, what you're going to do um, to make whatever it is you're working towards happen. Um, the more likely it is to happen. I know um, when Terry and I supported um, plan your year in December at Rhonda's home. Um, that's exactly what she did. You know, she she just kept breaking it down kept breaking it down, kept breaking it down until, you know, it was like on Tuesday at five o'clock, I'm going to do this for an hour, (laughs) you know? So it was like, you know, they got very specific with their plans. So there's no, oh, I have this free time. What will I do with it? Um, I'll get on Facebook. No, you know exactly what you're doing all the time. So, there's no question, oh, it's Tuesday at 5 o'clock, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so I yeah, think, that's and I think also, process. yeah, and I think also knowing yourself, like how you said, Gina, about, um, I forgot exactly how you said it, but like who is going to hold you accountable? Um, I think knowing that you might need someone, you might need to report to someone, or you might need to do it with someone, right, is important to know. Like, I know I am much more likely going to show up to the gym if I know that I am meeting someone there. Um, If it's just up to me to show up, I may or I may not. (laughs) Right? But if I know I'm meeting a friend, uh (laughs) we can take it one step further. and, And with your example of going to the gym, 
also putting the tools together that maybe your shoes are by the front door the night before with your mm-hmm. socks and and so you're more apt to actually do things if you set yourself up for success and have everything where it needs to be when you need it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I remember when I first started thinking, okay, I need to start working out. I need to move my body more. You know, it was like, okay, well, I don't have any workout clothes. So the first step was getting workout clothes, you know, which, you know, I have a lot of shoes. So which of my shoes would be the best to wear to the gym, you know? And so when it's time to get dressed, it's not this, oh, well, I don't have the right clothes. I just won't go today, right? Because you know you have the right clothes. You've already picked out the shoes. You, you know, you, you've already set them out, right? Um, yeah, anything you can do to set yourself up for success is going to um, definitely make it more of a possibility that's going to happen, right? All those tiny little baby steps, you know, are going to get you to where you want to go. Um, I definitely want to also talk about how once we are, right, once we are holding ourselves accountable to our dreams, to our desires, to our goals, um, how that affects us. So I, I would love to hear, how does that affect you? Or how have you seen, uh, Gina, how have you seen that affect your clients? You know, when you see them um, holding themselves accountable and, and reaching those goals, um, what is, how, does that, how does that make them feel? It's amazing. I just had a client recently, um, we were doing a review, and she started back in 2008, putting in, you know, just like 50 bucks a month and then raised it up and then went up to 150, 200. And now her account, she's just like blown away about how much money she's put away. And it really didn't, you know, feel like she was, you know, socking away a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, you know, it just starts growing. And it's, I love that look on their face and like, wow, I'm so glad I started then because look what I have now mm-hmm. and and the thing yeah. and it's not just the accumulation of money but it's what it's going to do for her and her future when she's no longer able to work and that she's going to have this nice set income and you know the things that she'll be able to do and live and and enjoy because she decided she was going to start putting something away and then stayed with the plan and carried it out. I think most people have the intention of setting a good plan mm-hmm. for anything, not just finance, but they give up on it way too soon. And and they never get to see that end result. And it just it feels so good to say, oh, wow, look, I did the hard work, and now, look, I'm going to reap the awards. Yeah. What about you, you know, we were having... We were having a discussion about this on a call Sunday. Well, I guess that was yesterday. And mm-hmm. we were talking about accountability in terms of, uh, well, I, some, somebody started talking about cleaning their house or making their bed or, you know, um, having order in their in their lives. And, and I think that, you know, financial order or order in our home, order in relationships, it just brings confidence. And mm-hmm. I was saying, I was thinking about, uh, about that, about, I don't, I, I don't leave my house in, in, in the day if it's not in order because I want to come home to it being in order. And that just makes me feel peaceful. 
And that uh, sense of peace that comes from having my house in order is just builds confidence and it builds um, that inner peace that I seek as my, you know, to my soul. And, and so I think for me that accountability to follow through, even if I'm, I'm tired or I have to get up earlier in order to have things done because I went to bed without doing something. It just, it, it leaves me with that. I know when I drive into the garage and I, get out of my car that when I walk in my house, it's going to be a refuge and a place of peace. And that just brings me great satisfaction and happiness. So that accountability to, to do that is, um, is certainly motivating to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've ever been a part of an accountability group, that's exactly how you show up. If you like, yeah, I did everything I said I was going to do. You like can't wait for the, for the group to start so you can share. I did it. You're all confident. And then if you didn't get it done, you're like, oh, man, I got to, like, show up and say I didn't do it and and confidence and, and, you know, having your act together went out the window. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. With my kids, I feel like I'm, I, I, you know, it's this constant of having to be, having to be on it and those times when I you know I show up to the event and they're like so excited that I've come or you know I have you know they're they're when I show up and I have them looking the way that they're supposed to (laughs) that's a big confidence booster Uh, we had all this cheerleading stuff this last week and it was like constantly curling the ponytails and, you know, getting, getting them, you know, on time. And, um, my, my younger one, her letters were starting to come off her, her top. And, you know, I was trying to think of all these different ways that I could get them to lay back down and I didn't have fabric glue and I didn't know what to do. And I just ended up thinking, oh, I'll, I'll iron them, you know, and at least maybe they'll, they'll lay flat, even if they're not completely attached. And it just reattached to them. And I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) so excited. And that seems like so funny. But when you know, it's like these small wins as a mom, you know, you just grab them and hold on to them. <laughs> yeah. I think another thing we we brought up uh, Sunday when we were talking with us uh, on one of our conference calls about accountability, I think uh, three of the uh, basic principles that we build our coaching business on in Fearless Living philosophy um, is compassion honesty and responsibility, which to me is a synonym for accountability. And I think sometimes uh, when I write an intention and the way we write intentions is a little bit different in fearless living, where we say that we're willing to practice our intention, which gives us uh, a sense of flexibility and uh, recognizing that life happens. And so with having compassion and being willing to practice, it helps us to not be brutally honest with ourselves because if we're brutally honest, then we tend to beat ourselves up, which is is not a, a way to move forward. It's a way to keep us stuck in fear. So I think compassion, being honest about whether or not we've been able to reach our intention or that we're working towards our intention and then being accountable to where we are at this moment in time and not beating ourselves up if we don't reach perfection because we all know that perfection is not is a myth, 
and perfectionism is an addiction. And so recognizing that we're going to do the best we can with what we can when we can and having that compassion, if I don't do the dishes one time and I come home to the sink of dishes, I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to have compassion, but I'll do the dishes before I go to bed because I'm accountable to wanting that peace in my life. But I think that's a really important step in not getting stuck in beating ourselves up and being fearful to move forward is having compassion while we're being accountable and just layering that uh, filter um, as a part of our process really helps us to continue moving forward and not get stuck in feeling like we're not good enough. So I think that was a really good discussion we had on Sunday as well that I just thought I'd add that little bit to our discussion now. Yeah, I I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I think – when we another tool that we can use is definitely acknowledgments. I think as we acknowledge how we have been accountable to ourselves, how we've kept the commitments that we've made to ourselves, um, it definitely builds that muscle and it definitely um, that confidence muscle, right? And that we can be accountable to ourselves. We can stay committed to our to our uh, dreams, to our goals, to who we want to be. Um, because we talked also in that call, and, and I've we've talked about this with lots of people, about how we have a tendency to be accountable to somebody else, right? Like if we tell someone we're going to do something, we're, we, we, want to, we want to do it. But if nobody knows that we have this goal and that we've made this commitment to ourselves, it seems – so much easier to, um, you know, to, to not do it. And I think that when we can really hold those commitments, those commitments that nobody else knows about except for us and we, we hold ourselves to it and we do it, it, it just, it builds our confidence so much. And when we can acknowledge ourselves for that, it's going to do it even more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it, if it's something that you're trying to achieve and it's new to you, I think sometimes reaching out for help and maybe an accountability partner or a coach would be something good to do, you know, until you get really good at holding yourself accountable. I think it's okay to reach out for help, mm-hmm. especially if it's something brand new that you haven't done before, you don't have a lot of experience. Uh, reaching out for help, I think, is, is a good thing to do. Yes, absolutely. Anything you can do to set yourself up for success, I think, is um, definitely worth your while. So we are about five minutes away from the end, um, and I wanted to give Gina, if there's anything else that you would like to um, share with us on this point or if there's something that you have coming up that you would like to share with our listeners, I wanted to give you a moment for that. Okay, I was just uh, making some notes here. And I wanted to share that when it comes to finances, since we did talk a little bit about that, uh, some statistics say about two-thirds of Americans worry about money at night. It keeps them up at night, Mm -hmm. whether there's enough or what they're going to do when they retire or whatever the the thing is that they're worried about. But two and three is a lot. So I know money is a a big focus. And I would just encourage everyone, if you have um, a goal of 
getting your finances in order or knowing how it works or some sort of monetary goal that you just start with, like Terry said, a baby step. Maybe it's just grabbing all your bills in one place and having a conversation with your spouse if you have one. Or maybe it's making an appointment with the bank to go down and actually look at your statements and make sure that you're, you know, the fees maybe could be reduced. Maybe you could talk to your bank. That's always a a fun uh, exercise to try to get (laughs) banks to reduce fees. You know, but that's a baby step. Just little things that might put you on the road to being able to have confidence in finance and be able to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Do you have anything coming up where you're going to be speaking? Or um, I know you have your blood drive event coming up. Yes, I have a blood drive on Wednesday in Fresno, California. I do that uh, once a year. I'm very excited about that. That's at 830 in the morning. And then I have ongoing masterminds that I, I teach. They're virtual. We use Zoom. And it's all about, if you're in business, it's about business networking, how to meet people and how to turn, relate, move those relationships along so that they become profitable. And when I say profitable, I mean sharing information, ideas, resources that teach you how to maximize your time, uh, creating profitable relationships. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, so do you have that on your Facebook page? I have it on um, my, you can find uh, information on the masterminds on espressobrain.com, and that's the Facebook, espressobrain.com, E-S-P-R-E-S-S-O brain.com. Be sure and put that on our, our, yeah. Yeah, I'll um, I'll definitely, um, definitely share that. And um, Terry, any last minute? words on accountable or confidence boosting? I just think that, um, again, I just want to mention the, the fundamental foundations of, of being living in freedom and being true to yourself is, is remembering compassion along with honesty and responsibility or accountability. And I think confidence helps us in that arena. And I think every time that we can take a baby step and be, accountable to what we were willing to practice uh, we become stronger and when we become stronger we we're more capable of of meeting our goals and living the life that our soul intended so I uh, really appreciate uh, the comments tonight from Gina and maybe look forward to checking in on her uh, mastermind that sounds really interesting so thank you so much Gina for joining us this evening thank you for having me I really appreciate it and look forward to hearing more from you Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are so grateful for you coming on the show tonight. Um, it's so exciting to be able to um, have uh, to bring such um, a wide um, variety of coaches and service-oriented people to our listeners, and we really appreciate you bringing all of your um, expertise to our listeners tonight. Uh, and please uh, check out our Facebook page. Um, I have tagged uh, Gina there, and you can. Um, be her friend <laughs> and find out about all the stuff that she's doing. 
And please, if you are a local listener in the Fresno area, um, check out her blood drive and support um, the California, what is it called, the blood bank? I don't know. <laughs> Central California Blood Center. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for helping me out with that. And listeners, we love you coming back each week. We love doing this podcast for you. And we hope that you um, are expanding your view as we expand ours. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Bye. Bye. Be fearless.